take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, so uh, we just came through Mental Health Month, and now we are moving on to, uh, I guess it's Men's Mental Health Month. It's also Pride Month, and I would uh, be remiss if I didn't mention everything going on in the world right now uh, with Black Lives Matter and the protests, and stating right off the bat that... um, you know, I stand, I stand with you, and I've had some incredible conversations on this podcast with uh, some prominent members of my community, at least, and learned a lot from it. Um, but to hear for for today, at least, we're we're going to be joined my good friend, Tall Paul, Paul Marlowe. How are you, my friend? Thank you for joining me. Ryan, I'm good, thank you, and thank you for having me on for Men's Mental Health Month. Yeah, it's, the months uh, keep coming, but it's a great thing. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think um, rightfully so in, in some cases, it, it's getting a little buried in, in the news and on social media, and, and that's fine, but, you know, when... 100% fine. Yeah, when when you think about everything that, that's going on, especially, it's, um, you know, men men especially, you know, I hear it all the time, like, we don't talk about mental health enough, and, you know, I know tons of people who suffer uh, in, in silence, especially men. So, um, I think it, it's still an important time and a, an important opportunity to, to talk about it. Um, I know you have a pretty unique story and it, it's a pretty, um, vague and, and open and question, but I'll just let you tell the story. How did you get your start and, um, you know, mental health advocacy and, and, uh, speaking about it and talking about it? Where did you get a start in that? Well, I think it actually, it, it kind of, it can relate to some people now if they want to start speaking their voice and they've been too afraid in the past. I, I really do think now is a great time if you are a man, female, someone of color, or anyone to voice out now how you have been feeling because this is when people want to hear your story. And uh, I found that out a year, two years ago now, I lost my dad. And I, uh, I had somewhat of a social media following that I decided at the time was just, you know, fitness and lifestyle. Just that guy out there, one of the billion people that talks fitness and lifestyle. And I thought, well, I'm just going to share what's happening right now because I don't feel like talking fitness and lifestyle because I'm depressed and I am going to lose my dad at the time when I started. And I realized I was going to lose him and it was just set on the wall we just weren't unsure when it was and I was like I I feel like I should be posting these days and I feel like I should do my social media but I don't feel like doing those things of going out to take shots of me you know to do a workout and I wasn't even good at it I didn't have a big following for that but I uh I decided screw it I'm just gonna post something today about how I'm feeling and I'm gonna go on Instagram stories and at the moment, I was sad and depressed and realized that someday my dad will be gone. And I felt, why can't I share this exact moment in my life? Why do I have to fake it with something positive and cheery and you can do it motivation? Where I was like, I, I can't do it right now, but I'm just going to tell the world that I'm feeling this way. And it's okay because we can't always 100% be on. That was essentially the start of it all. Right. It's, you know, 
for one, I'm sorry, because that that is like the worst fear I think of anybody and one of the most imaginable pains uh, and grievances that people can ever go through um, is losing, you know, a parent or, or a partner, um, someone who's close to you and, and that you, you know, you love unconditionally. So when you first, you know, you have these people, your friends, they know you as, you know, Paul posting workout videos and, and fit, you know, you're a handsome guy. And then you came out with, with something like this. What was, what was the immediate reaction from, um, from people who knew you and, and your followers? It was, uh, it was, well, I think it was, really honest with you, thank God Paul's not posting another shirtless selfie, because <laughs> I think that really was, and I, I kind of despise myself for posting shirtless selfies all the time at that time, too. I just didn't have anything valuable to say, so I'm like, well, this is what the crowd wants, even though they probably didn't want it, uh, but really, I had, it was amazing, the, um, it was essentially, it was hidden DMs of we appreciate what you're doing thank you keep doing this um a lot of people i were like i feel this way i just don't want to share it myself a lot of my friends were thanks for sharing this we haven't seen you been curious what's happening um but it was it was hidden a lot of it wasn't on my comments like i would get likes and it was hidden and it was essentially what mental health is for us. I think mm. it, it's how society looks at it. Like we will talk about it behind closed doors and I'll congratulate you for being open and brave to your face, but not so anyone else can hear it. And um, th there was a community, there was a very positive thing which made me realize this is something that needs to be talked about more. But it also showed me that when I do talk about this, I'm going to, bring people to the forefront and if they come in my dms and say thank you i would be like can you please put that in the comments so other people can see this so they can realize that it's okay to say this to someone that you appreciate or it's also okay to go out on your own and say it to the world because you just get these positive comments from these people 99 percent of the time Right. I, I've had a, the, pretty much a similar experience. It was Bellet's Talk Day in 2015. And um, I put out like a, a thread um, about you know, the, and it was the first time I ever shared it with really anybody uh, that I tried to kill myself when I was 21. So this, that was, you know, five years later when I first yeah. started talking about it. Um, and it was a very similar experience. Now it was on Bellet's Talk Day. So it, it got a little bit more traction but mm -hmm. yeah a lot of people in the dms uh, you're mm -hmm. right it wasn't a, it wasn't a lot of public comments um which is in, it's interesting that you bring that up because even to this day when i when i share stuff um you know we share a similarity where we're incredibly candid on social media if anyone i'll, I'll get the plug right off the top go you can follow him on twitter at uh tall paul is life, um, life. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know it's you we're two people who share the uh, like just honest thoughts like I, I think back to that time when you're like does anyone remember sex i was like man who, <laughs> who tweets that but you know i appreciate that honesty and i think it catches people off guard that when you see oh, yeah. someone being honest and like just sharing like a, a thought that I think a lot of us have thought, but are 
you know, oh, it doesn't fit my brand or I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> fuck, like, no one talks fuck about brand. it. Fuck brand. <laughs> Sorry, can I swear on this one? Oh, yeah, that's part of my brand is okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's interesting. You know, people, I don't know, like they're scared of authenticity almost. 100%. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think they're scared of authenticity. I think everyone wants to be authentic, but they're just afraid of what the norm is. The norm isn't authentic. Right. The norm is let me not smile in my picture and look cool. The norm is let me post something that's safe and vanilla just in case someone doesn't like it. Let me post something where I won't lose followers. No, fuck that. I'll post shit to lose followers because I, I don't want to lose them, but I'd rather have someone who doesn't know me say like, oh shit, that guy's real. There's something going on here. I'd rather follow this person and engage and comment on his things and be part of the community than have these sheep, for no better word to put it, just like let's stay in the safe pasture and just kind of play together. Yeah, I don't see that. That's not how we're helping mental health long term. Yeah, it's true. You get the the you know bloggers and influencers and the engagement groups, and it's it's yeah. all like this manufactured engagement that that it's not real. Yeah. Um, these people can make a living, and and a lot of it's great and whatever. I I try to support people who just do content because as I'm sure you know, as a content creator, it's it's hard enough out there to try to get your message to the forefront and just share things with people and they listen and participate. Totally. But it, it's a lot of it's so fake. Like there's people I know now who are doing like, they're just, everyone's becoming a wellness expert. Like that's a huge thing right now. They take an <laughs> online course for like three hours on a Thursday afternoon and then their Instagram's like a wellness expert and they're telling me what I need to do. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like, I just can't uh and that's that is one of the i think that's a big thing also with uh what i try to do is with the honesty but it's also the honesty as in i don't know like i am not an expert i haven't gone i don't i'm not a therapist i haven't taken my wellness course and people ask me questions on food and fitness and um when i should do some journaling when well, no, first off i'm like oh i i don't ask me as some professional, but if you want my opinion, this is what it should be. Mm. I think the people like you and me who are just like, fuck it, this is what it is. This is who I am. I'm going to share everything just to show you what we're going through. And if you can learn something from it, amazing. If you don't, but we inspire you, amazing. No matter what it is, but I will never tell you, you have to do this to get this. Mm. No, because we're all different. And I, I kind of have a bad thing with those people who are just like that. It's like, I'm going to take this course and say, I'm a professional and I will tell everyone how to do it on Twitter. No one yeah. wants to be told what to do on Twitter. No one wants to be told what to do ever. Show them by your actions that you know what's happening and you've approved or you've bettered yourself. And they will come around and stick around and learn from those little tidbits you're dropping everywhere. And then they'll come to you one day saying like, hey, I see you gone through this. You did this in the past. I'm going through this now can I get some information from you? And there you go. That's where you're starting something. Yeah, absolutely. Now you were, um, were, were you like a, a personal trainer uh, before, like prior to all this? Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, the last seven years. PT was my main gig. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I meant to mention this off the top, but 
you know, congratulations, you just launched um, your new business, Never Alone. Well, thank um, you. So, you know, you, did you quit your job as a part of that mental health kind of break you had with, with your dad? Like, was that all kind of part of it? Yeah, yeah. So I'll be honest with you, the last like four to five years of my personal training, I was doing it because it was part of my safety bubble. It was mm. part of my safe play. It was enough income to keep me just treading above water to make me feel comfortable, but not taking me where I wanted to go in life. But at the same time, I was too nervous, too shy, too afraid to step out and really push something else for the potential of doing something I love and perhaps make an income and a life I can enjoy. Um, and then the uh the dad thing hit and the blessing in that was what can go wrong from here how can it get worse than this so what would my dad have done like i went to his funeral and then to be honest with you i went to my aunt's funeral and then i went to my dad's best friend's funeral um mm-hmm. and within like matters of months and listening to because they all died from cancer randomly within like three month period and it was like, well, shit, they did that at that age and they did that at that age and they went there and they did that and came back and restarted their business and grew. And like, what am I doing hiding in Vancouver, downtown, paying this insane rent, not really enjoying what I'm doing? And what do I want to do? I, I want to start this company where I can actually appreciate. I want to help the mental health area and hopefully transform it. And I want to create something where, shit, I can go live somewhere else in the world while working the job that I love. Um, now, due to COVID, that's kind of changed yeah. a bit. I have to adapt. But uh, yeah, I, I threw it all aside. I cut down my personal training after dad passed. One thing was because of the depression and anxiety, like I wasn't getting up. I was texting my clients like, I'm sick today or I'm, just, I'm not making it in. And I've had them for seven years and they're like, that's okay. We'll see you the next day but it was coming so often Mm. that I cut it down to three days a week instead of five. And then I cut it down from even then like three days a week, four hours per day um, for about a year. But to be honest with you, I was actually making the same amount of money because I just wasn't wasting time when I was working. (laughs) I got more efficient. (laughs) Right. right. I I learned how to run a business better. Um, But yeah, I, I, wouldn't suggest everyone do this because to be honest with you, like I'm in debt. I've always been in debt for the past 10 years, just due to life choices I've made in 10 years and then living in a ridiculous expensive city like Vancouver. Um, But at the same time I was in debt for 10 years of personal training and I couldn't figure it out. Why shouldn't I do something or try something I love and be in that same amount of debt and then just try to find my way out of it. So that was my mindset. Fuck it. Go for it and adapt if need be yeah it's uh it's one of the biggest things and and it's funny that you mentioned because anxiety and depression are such a like it's a it's a hindrance to wanting to try that new thing you know i've i've been through that a lot um when you're you know talking about especially your career um you know the thing that pays the bills and taking that chance to do something maybe that you want to do and something that's safe and easy and you you know you Mm -hmm. It, you know, anxiety and depression, like it's one thing to 
to do it for anybody, it's scary. But when you have that active thing in your, in your mind, like it, it, you know, for me, I literally can't get over the hurdle if, if I need to, I haven't been able to figure that out yet. It's, mm-hmm. it's that much of a hindrance to, mm-hmm. to try to figure it out. Like it, the shit's scary. <laughs> yeah, no. And I, Hey man, I, I was the exact same way, really exact same way. I had wanted to change everything up for about five to seven years. I just didn't do it. I got too scared, too scared. Um, so scared is that like when I'd move, I'd make sure I would live an apartment that would hit kind of the same bus route. So I wouldn't have to change bus routes because I wouldn't have to add an extra layer to mm. a change in my life. Like that's how many school these things were, but I was like, no, I can't move out there because then I'd have to find another bus and I don't know it. And uh, no, no, I'm going to pay more money and live somewhere on the same bus route just so I can be sure everything's easy. My life doesn't change that much from this moving. Um, <laughs> that was how I was. And then I was like, that was from like 22 to 28 or 30 even. Like I was a man or well, not really a man, but I should have been a man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was the same thing. And then really the old man kicked the bucket and was like, nothing can get worse. I feel like shit. It sucks it's going to be hard because I'm fighting a battle at both fronts, but it was, uh, the way I approached it, actually, it helped me be able to move out of both areas. I took small steps in each direction. And once I won a battle in my depression with my dad, a small one, I would implement it into my work. And then I'd implement that work one into my dad. And I would go there back and forth day by day, week by week adding these new tools that I learned to slowly find my way up, 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 out, and then slowly find my way into a new realm I've never been before. Right. And that's what I've been doing the last year, just a whole bunch of new shit. Yeah. And not to, you know, not equating what we're going through now with, with COVID, mm-hmm. but um, to, you know, the, you know, death of a parent, but mm-hmm. you know, the, the word grief has been tossed around a lot right now, especially when it comes to, you know, what we're, a lot of people are experiencing for the first time, I think, um, for the last, shit, it's almost been three months now. Um, What were some of the, so, you know, you're at the lowest point you can pretty much get at. What were some of the tools you were, you learned that you were using that you were able to implement despite feeling like shit um, that were able to help, you know, slowly like you said you know piece by piece step by step and dig you out of this hole and starting to make more positive change because i think that some of those things are what people are looking for the most right now um what are those small things i can do to find that motivation again when you know everything kind of seems hopeless in the world right now uh totally and i I, man you can totally equate it to losing a parent there's everyone feels things differently I remember when COVID started and it changed my whole plan and never alone and uh, a week sucked. It was hard. Um, I lost my scheduling and I lost my goals and I had to find them again. And it was like the same thing of when I lost my dad and it was like, okay, I'm not going into work. I took a week, I took a month off work because I just couldn't do it. I was like, screw it. Um, and I just was in my apartment downtown. I'm like, okay, I have a month off because mentally I just can't go there. And that was fine. I was like, I have a month off. Like, I can't just sit here and do nothing every day without trying 
to better myself somehow. So bettering myself for me is like getting back into the gym, which isn't that hard for me. So I'm very lucky. It's just something that comes naturally to me. So I'm like, okay, we'll have to learn something new. I'm like, well, every day starts off the same way. Like, it depends. If I get myself in a good mood to start the day, I have a better chance to make my way through those 12, 15, 18 hours of the day. So I started reading up on blogs and actually Tim Ferriss, uh, a bunch of his stuff. And it was like, I need to set myself a morning routine, something that I can follow right after I wake up. Um, and if I am able to follow it through the 45 minute routine that I'm going to make for myself, then I can go on to the next thing in the day. If I don't make it, I go through as many steps as possible. And if I have to like, screw it, I'm out, I'm pulling the cord, I'm done. It's been 30 minutes of my day and I just can't get going. I go back to bed. But the thing is I achieve something and tomorrow I try to achieve one more area in that morning routine. And I see where I go from there. So, uh, yeah, the morning routine was really the biggest thing that helped me achieve, like, remind myself that I can do things that if I set out to it, it also showed me that I can learn new things, which when I, my anxiety and depression through my 20s, I, I didn't like learning new things. They scared me. So it kind of set me up for uh, success with my depression and success with learning how to start a business. Right. Morning routine. It's, it's funny you say that cause I'm the, I'm the same way. And I remember I was watching, it was like just like a, one of those random viral videos on, on Facebook that someone shared and it was the um, Navy SEAL uh, lieutenant or commander, or whatever his title was, but he was talking about starting your day, making your bed. Mm-hmm. And I just watched it. Um, and you know, he went on talking about all these things the Navy SEALs did, but like the whole speech was like, you know, you got to start by making your bed. And I was like, shit, never since that day, I literally like, if I only do one thing that day, which thankfully I'm, I'm kind of like in a similar circumstance to you where I'm able to find a lot of um, extrinsic or intrinsic motivation to, to go out and get shit done. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but there's been time, you know, like when we were trying to set this up and I told you, you know, I, I couldn't because I, I broke up with my girlfriend and I just, I couldn't muster up the energy to, to, to talk about it. But like, so those couple days I didn't do anything, but the one thing I did do was make my bed just to be like, I did fucking something today. Um, yeah. and just built, built from it from there. Yeah. Yeah. Like you made your bed, then you can wake up the next day. Like, okay, I know that's possible. I can do that again. Yeah. And then I know that's possible. Like it just gives you that some sort of some grasp of reality and some promise to hold on to. Yeah. It's a small, it's a win. It's like, if it's the only one you're going to get that day, it's still your win. It's Um, a win. Which is huge. Uh, So before, you know, all, all this happened, um, what was your experience with mental health? If any, you know, were you, you know, was it was it in your family? Were you aware of it, uh, of depression, anxiety, and um, you know all the different types of illnesses? Like, was conversation a, a regular part of your life? Did you understand it yourself? You know, like what was your relationship with with mental health before you know you, you your dad even got sick? Um, I I didn't have one, which right. is the funny thing. Like, I didn't 
think about it, I would never have gone to a therapist before. Um, growing up, I never talked to my family. I was the youngest one and my sister was very smart and my mom and my dad, my sister had conversations and I never felt smart enough to join in, which is I'm now learning through therapy and through situations in the last year. Like this is a lot of why I am who I am mm-hmm. and why I never tried to achieve anything. It was because growing up with my family, I just felt like I just couldn't. I felt they were there for me. They did a lot of stuff for me when I didn't feel like I could do it. My sister, my mom would step in and help me out. But unfortunately, that set the standard for me that someone can always do something for me that I don't need to learn. And like I had that in my mentality until 27, Mm. which is not good. Um, uh, So, yeah, a lot of things. And growing up also, I, well, I'm six, seven. Uh, an ex-athlete I got drafted by the Toronto Blue Jays I played two college sports in Louisiana um, mm-hmm. so athletics were part of have always been part of my life and I've always been gifted and blessed with my genes but I also never learned how to do have a work ethic because of that and also I found out through therapy through this last year that due to I was always ashamed of my Growing up, like when I got drafted by Blue Jays, it should have been like one of the happiest days ever. I was ashamed because I knew I wasn't as good as I showed on paper. And I knew my teammates and the players around me knew that also was all potential. And I was ashamed that I got drafted and others didn't. And I, it was, yeah, I I hid more that day. I didn't want to tell anyone because I didn't believe that I was, um, it was, something that I deserved and that was really my life leading all the way up till kind of just one day said fuck it I don't care anymore and I'll talk on anything and I'll try anything and I'll admit my failures and I'll try to better myself and that was when I was in the 30s so yeah there was uh, a lot I just didn't know there was there yeah because you you know you think back you that must what that was probably 10, 15 years ago when, when, you know, you're going through all this. Um, I think about that time too. uh, And playing sports, being the jock, being the popular kid in school, like how little, there was no talking about it, uh, any form of mental health, any form of the bullying or the hazing, like that shit was swept all under the rug because you didn't want to be called a pussy. Um, it's 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 wild to think like it, it wasn't that long ago but you know it's, the the problems yeah. are still being dealt with now they're being talked about thankfully but like just looking back at being playing sports and, and playing competitive sports especially that uh how much damage it, it, it probably did to a lot of people yeah i, I i'm gonna be honest like i i don't I don't think of myself as doing that to others. I'm sure I did. Um, I don't think of others older than that doing that to me. It was, I, mine was really just, I was self. Um, I was just unsure of who I was. Mm. Uh, just in a way of, yeah, I was just unsure of who I was. And I just played up to the role people saw me, even though I didn't believe it. And I just let that happen. Um, I felt no shit. No one pushed anything on me. Was negative towards me. 
Mm. I just couldn't fill the shoes that society and the world expected of a six, seven athletic dude right. uh, because I didn't prepare myself. And that's what weighed on me. Um, the other aspect, you're hundred percent, right. I just don't like stepping into an area that I'm not really part of. That right. wasn't really part of my life. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So never alone. So now you've launched this mm-hmm. business. What, uh, what, what's it all about? Never alone is, I, I am still learning as I go. I can be honest <laughs> with you. I'm a first time business owner. Um, I've done essentially all that I did. I've done this all myself with help from people here and there who've been amazing enough to help me. Um, but essentially from growing a social media platform, um, awareness to learning videos, podcasts like you, everything online that is needed to get this done. I figured out over the last three years. Right. Uh, but the basis where I'm where never alone is I want it to be a platform, an area where people start feeling confident that they can talk. They can just have these conversations like we're having. And that's why I have a lot of conversations just to show others that it's not as scary as you think. And what I want never alone to happen is I want to have a hundred thousand people come through my website and through my blogs, through YouTube videos, my mental health Mondays, through Instagram posts, tweets, I want them to tell a version of their own Neverland story. That's really where I want to go with this and have them have a platform so they can be heard. Because I really do think people, there's obviously different realms, but I think one area is that people do want to be talk, talk to someone. They just don't think anyone will care to listen. Mm. They just yeah. don't want to lay their guts and heart out on the line on a Facebook post, an Instagram post, a tweet, a blog. Unfortunately, because that's how we look at the world right now. Um, we don't really look in person to person as much um, because it's just <laughs> we, we do want likes. We do want comments. We do want someone who doesn't know us to say they acknowledge us. Yeah. And uh, validation. It, yeah, that validation, it's just there. It is. Uh, I would love for these people to have those conversations with their family and their parents and their therapists. But I believe if they start with that, they can come over and do this. Or if I can help them voice their opinion and their never alone story through social media, then they can take that to a therapist after. They can take that to their parents after because it's out there now. It's uh, The world has heard it. And uh, they can hopefully learn from it and move forward just as I have. It wasn't easy for me to talk to start off, I promise you, as I'm sure you know also, like I didn't just go on social media and like lay everything on the line and just every day after easily talk about it, talk about it. Like it was a struggle at times because I'm like, God, this isn't, this isn't natural. Mm-hmm. But after thousands of posts, it's like, yeah, you know what? It ain't that bad. Yeah. It, it, um, it's interesting you say that. Kind of similar to what you were saying earlier, I, I just reached this point. I, I really don't know what came over me, but like I just was like, I'm just going to put this story out on social media and, and mm-hmm. just whatever. Like people are talking about mental health. Here's my mental health story. And that was like the first time I ever really talked about it. Like other than like a select group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing what just one person being honest with their experience can do for so many people and i'm not just saying that you or me like anybody because mm-hmm. nine point you know nine 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 
that whatever percent of the time, whatever you are thinking, whatever you are, you know, going through, someone out there has also had that thought or had that feeling or, you know, whatever. And to hear, you know, it's I'm not here that you're not alone. That like literally this, you thought this was like the, the wildest thought in the world. And someone's like, no, I think that way too. Like that 100%. power, that, that connection, that power. And you're, you know, like that's something I experienced and I had like no idea. Like my people like that were, you know, teachers that I had parent, uh, my parents, friends, uh, like all these people that I knew in my life that I had no idea felt any of these things as soon as I shared it and they shared it with me, I'm like, Holy shit. Like so many, like everybody is dealing with this shit, but yet most people like don't talk about it and just sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Or they show up in the DMS and that's why I challenge you. I'll challenge myself. Anyone that comes in our DMS, they're like, Hey, do you want to write that on the post in the comments, put that out there. And so let other people see it. Like that is really why I do that. And that's why I screenshot a lot of shit and be like, Hey, I got this screenshot. I want to tag you. Will you let me? Cause it needs to be seen. Like, right. it's, <laughs> I think that's how you and me can help the most. Cause you're hundred percent right on that. It is. People do want to talk about it and they find ways, but they find safe ways. We need to get you a little uncomfortable to grow. Like it's, it's not easy to get out of your anxiety and depression and it does come back like i'm not fully out i don't think anyone ever is fully out like are you riding a fine line if i don't work out for five days and i eat some like cakes four days in a row and i wake up whenever i want i know i will start feeling depressed in ways and that's just my triggers i know those ones will hit and other stuff in my life will bring the triggers as in if something happens with work that i didn't expect and it kind of jams up my thing like it will because it's like, shit, here I am by myself and like, got to write a blog post, got to do three videos, got to do this, got to send out two hoodies, got to wait for my hoodies to come in because they're being delayed and ordered and I have people wait and I feel bad. Like anything can trigger it. Right. But that trigger is kind of, you need that thing to push you to grow. It needs to push on that safety bubble and be like, hey, we're here. Come, come just attack one thing. Come do one thing that makes you uncomfortable. And you'll wake up tomorrow and be like, that wasn't that bad. Let me try something new. Let me try something new. Now, don't take the whole world on at one time, but one thing, like, I'm going to DM Ryan in the comments, say, hey, man, thanks for that post. Ryan then says, hey, would you mind sharing the comments? I think it would help someone. Oh, that's fucking stressful. I can't do that. I'm going, okay, I'll do it. You put it out there. Someone likes it. Someone comments on it. I'm like, oh, that feels great. Wake up the next morning shit what can i do today to push myself that's how i see it yeah it's that's a huge thing for mental too is is that that push um yeah it's because that's exactly what your anxiety and depression are are telling you not to do to just you know retreat into yourself into safety hide under the covers but whole like when you push and you Mm -hmm. you succeed um, you know, it, it's like that feeling. I, I know you're saying you like, you like getting into the gym and stuff. Now I work out, you know, six days a week right now during the pandemic. Cause there's nothing else to do, but I don't find going into the gym or, or working out or exercise like natural outside of sports. Okay, so yeah. 
you know, there's times when I really don't want to do it when I'm like, I'm sore. I don't feel good. Like I just really would rather not and mm-hmm. I'll do it. And I'm like the feeling of me doing it, like just makes me feel so good. I'm like, I fucking did it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you know, it might be working out for some people. It might, you know, getting through the day without eating a bunch of disgusting food. Maybe like you said, it's sending that person the DM, uh, it's, you know, reaching out to your crush, like whatever it is that you push yourself to do. And when you do it, re- sometimes regardless of outcome, like the, the rush you get from actually fucking doing it is, is like worth almost every penny of, of the angst before you had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to add on to that. Like once you've done it, someone's listening. Okay. I'm going to try that. Then don't just sit back on your laurels and be like, Oh good. I'm good for the month. I did that one thing. No, like this is where I'm kind of, I'm kind of the anti mental health advocate in a way. Cause I got to call, I don't call bullshit, but I kind of say it like it is for me. And I understand everyone's in a different space and time. And I get that. And I haven't been through a lot of situations. Other people have like, Man, I've never even thought about killing myself in this time. It just didn't come up in my head. So I, right. I can't say I know what you were going through. And I would never say you're wrong. Um, so that, like, I don't want to be talking to someone who just can't handle it. But if you're in this little thing of space, like anxiety and depression, and like just these things come up and make you just feel like you want to hide inside, well, do something to try to get outside. And then once you've done that one thing, duplicate it for seven days. And then once it feels comfortable, find a next step ahead and duplicate both those things for the next seven days. And then once that's comfortable, go on to the third thing, just like training, just like diet, just like everything. You start small and build up because if you just sit on your laurels off of that one thing, like, yeah, it's going to be really hard to go anywhere, anywhere out of that depression more than just one step. You can't just keep reverting back to that step. And uh, I know I, it's hard for some people to listen to me because I'm not the, oh, it's, it's okay, just do what you need to do for yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think society and everything, we need that little push. There needs yeah. to be a push at times. Yeah. And it's hard for us to do that. Some people have a hard time pushing. Yeah, it's uh, the trickiest thing I've learned and have kind of, grappled with since you know getting involved in like the mental health space is that line between the push and the line between the compassion Mm -hmm. and you know it it's a tricky line to to walk be you know everyone's different i know if you know i don't push myself or if i don't get a push from people then like i'm literally not going to do anything so i'm that type of person who sometimes needs that so you need to push yeah, good like, to I'll, know. I'll, I need if you come to me, I'm gonna push you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, then there's other people that you know, unfortunately, are, are fra- fragile, and I don't mean that in a sense of you know, like quote unquote snowflake or or something. Mm-hmm. But they're just in a fragile state of mind, and sometimes when they get that that lo- tough love or or the push, sometimes it it backfires and it crumbles, and it's. You know, some people fluctuate and, and some people, you know, it, it's just, it's such a delicate line to, to walk. And I've had that conversation yeah. on this podcast a, a, a few times with, with advocates, with 
a counselor with, you know, people who are professionals and know the space a little bit more. I'm like, how do you, you know, how do you navigate that? Because it's, it's, it's one of the trickiest things because you don't, you really don't know. Yeah. And you especially don't know social media. Like you you probably don't know the person you're just getting a text. You like, yeah, you can't, you can't buy Like it's, it's for us who aren't professionals. It's really like, we should just shouldn't be talking (laughs) to be honest with you. It's not our realm, but we do want to help people. So you're right. How do you know? Um, But I'm because I know if I didn't push, I'd still be at the same fucking place and I wouldn't be talking to you. So it's like if people ask me how I what I would suggest, well, I'm going to say it how I would do it myself. Unless I catch a serious vibe of they can't handle it, then I get it. But I'll tell them to come back in a week or two when they start feeling better. Then let's have this conversation again. Yeah, because you you get that thing. um, It's an like I know you follow people on in the mental health Twitter, especially that like you try to advocate for exercise, which literally like diet and exercise are like the two things you can control that will make a significant impact on your mental health, like positive impact. Fucking cornerstone. Yeah. You want to get better, do that for free and you got a good start. Yeah. And people will deny that will push back on it for whatever reason. And you know, it, I don't get into spats about any of that stuff anymore. Like when I see it, I'm just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. If, if like, you know, cause there's no sense of, I, I don't do Twitter fights anyway. Cause it's just a, a fucking shit show, but yeah. Um, it's, it, it's, I don't even know why it's controversial. Cause like, you know, you, you come from a health background, especially like it, it, seriously, it's the two, that and connect like getting outside and, and getting out like to nature and in some form going for a walk or you know sitting in the sun or, or whatever like those three things that the that nature give us and we talk about this that thing called the blue zone where you know you have those pockets of the world where people are super happy and they live a long time and there's like no depression it's like okay what do they do well they they eat a natural diet they they're not necessarily going to the gym but they're farming they're fishing they're you know living more of a kind of traditional nomadic lifestyle and they're outside and that's like maybe, moving, man. you know like that's, canada it's too cloudy <laughs> it's cold that's the problem <laughs> yeah. us. Um, but you know what i mean like it's almost like you yeah. go back to that primal nature of what may what it means to be human uh, those fundamentals and like that's that will yeah, give you man. such a positive start you and I know people don't want, they don't want realistic. They want like tomorrow. Like, I can't give you mental health by tomorrow. I can give you a plan for the next six months. And if you somewhat follow it, if you have a step back, but then you, you know, it's going to happen. And then two days later you move forward. If you do this, I can probably help you. Even though I'm not a professional, even though I haven't done schooling, I haven't done this, but I can set you up and you can set someone up. But they don't want to hear that because they want something tomorrow. Yeah. Society. Yeah. And with all the free resources we have, you know, there's, oh. you can do, um, you know, mental health first aid. You can do all these things for free to, to try to help yourself and, and help others in a more constructive way than, you know, just supporting bad habits because it's, it's easy and it's safe. It's, 
like I said, it's a tricky line, but there's a lot of stuff people can do and uh, they, they, they just, I don't know if they ignore it or, you know, just don't know about it, but it's one of the unfortunate things when you, when you get into the, the space and you, you see people that, you know, they just, they, 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 they enjoy the sympathy and they enjoy kind of playing that card and, you know, and that's what they choose to do with it. So. And I think we, 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 also, we do have some advocates that, help you know they play off that card also yeah they, they push that card for them but to get you know like i'm here for you i'm feeling down today and i get that like i felt down i put those tweets out there but a lot of advocates and a lot of people with like a following like they don't give any actionable pieces for the their followers their mass people are following them like hey do this today you've got this like let me give you this blog on how to start working out let's give you some tips like there are a lot of people that just play off the retweet, like, and comment. You're also sad at the same time. Good. We're in this together. Like, nah, fuck that. Let's find our way out together. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree with that. Like 100%. Um, and I, I, I appreciate that there's other people trying to, you know, put out some positivity with when it comes to mental health and, you know, move things forward instead of keeping, you know, holding things back. It's mm -hmm. like I said, it, it, it's tricky, but if, if we all just sat there and be sad all the time and, and we're yeah, okay with being safe. sad all the time, then yeah. we're going to sit there and continue to be sad all the time. Exactly. And yeah, if you don't have a reason to try to push forward, it's, I mean, what are we doing then? If if the goal of depression and mental health and anxiety and, and all these things is not to try to get better, like, you know, we both acknowledge it happens with me, it happens with you. Like, you're never fully okay, and we get that, yeah. and there'll be setbacks. But if you if the goal is not to get better, then, like, what are we, what are we trying to do? Like, That's it, man. Mental <laughs> health. How about that? Fuck mental health. Give me mental health. Give me yeah. something tangible to follow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's like, really, that's where I'm going with Never Alone. To go back to Never Alone. That's, right. that's where I'm taking it. That's what I want to do. I want, I'm going to give tangible pieces. Not even just me. I want it from other people. Like, I'm kind of, I don't want to always be telling my story. I don't want Never Alone to be me. I want it to be the community. But I want mm -hmm. it to be people who are willing to inspire. And you never know what can be inspiring. Even if you haven't done anything that you think is inspiring, you can inspire into others. Right. You had, um, what's his face? Uh, you just had him on. Um, Paul Miner. Yeah. yeah, man. I love that guy. <laughs> that guy is out there and he is killing it. Like, totally. absolutely. Like, gives no fucks. Yeah. I, I, when I see people like that, like, I'm like, I'm like, those are my people. Like, that's who I see. And, like, they're just out there working and trying to get after it. And, like, no excuses, put the work in, um, but taking you through the real time too, right? Like, that's what I also appreciate. That's what I appreciate about you. Like, sure, we're, we're talking about motivation and all these things, which is important, but you're also not afraid to put the I feel like shit thing out also. And that's what I appreciate with that. that and what I, I mean from him as well, that real time kind of taking us through the journey of your mental health, where it's not like you make one post a year where it's just like, mm -hmm. you know, I have depression and blah, blah, blah. It's like, 
here's the good, here's the bad. And like, we kind of, we see it all. And that's what yeah. I appreciate from people. I think everyone does. And I think that's why also he's grown and why you and me have a voice is you got to give, you got to give people, people want to see, people want to see failure first of all, but they love you more seeing someone who freaking drops to the floor and then fights their way back up. Yeah. Like that is it. Like, and it's not, I don't always want to, especially like, I'll be honest with you. It's been a while since I've had a really dark down day, which I'm stoked on. Mm. Um, especially bringing this clothing and mental health company to life and all this stuff. Like there's a lot of new shit that could have torn me down if I wasn't playing it right. And I hadn't built up a strong uh, ground floor in the last two years. But uh, it's, it's hard sometimes. Like I, I just don't feel down as much. But the thing is, I know if I don't follow my routine and I don't do these things that will come, but like, I don't want to make that happen just so I could put up, pity post out there uh mm-hmm. it's it, it's a weird thing right it's a weird thing but people love it. like you've got to get that in there if you if you want to. like if you don't want to that's cool but um if you want to help others i think you should give both both areas and you should definitely give a lot of positives i have yeah. a hard time with people who just keep posting down stuff down stuff down i'm like I understand I had some dark times 100%, but you have to have some positive things to be out there to be like, oh, this day is good. I'm going to make the most of it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. People want to hear that. Absolutely. Uh, and just to touch on, for people who don't know, Paul uh, Minor is on uh, a Twitter. And, uh, you know, he's a guy who who's trying to overcome his 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 demons, his uh, obesity. And obesity, yeah. He's out there Shit. posting workout videos. And even with the pandemic, he's milk jugs and, and <laughs> yeah. water cases. I'm like, shit, dude. I love that. I was like, when he said he was going to do home workouts, I thought he had some like weights or something. Nope. Yeah. 24 pack of water, going for it. And it's, <laughs> it's impressive. And man, yeah, like 19 years old too. Shit. Yeah, that, like, that takes a lot for a 19 year old um like you were saying like it didn't happen for you till you you were late 20s like (laughs) mid 20s man 19 no mine was no my actual one where i was like fuck it finally like how he is now i was like 31 yeah (laughs) i was still fighting in my 20s i just had some real dark times i just didn't know how to get out it was like 31 by the time i actually was like whoa this is how you have to act yeah yeah you see people like him um and he's just he's posting he's honest but he's positive even when he's negative he's positive like yeah that's 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 someone you gravitate towards too um yeah that like that's because if you you know i i watch like these really like extreme guys like who i i hear on rogan like david goggins and cameron haynes and I'll, i'll see the insane shit they're doing and i'm just like okay I'm for sure not running an ultra marathon, but you know, if they're going to go out there and do that, like I can go run 5k. And the, yeah. like, that's like the rationalization, right. To get out. But you see people doing these things and you're just like, Oh fuck, man, if he's going to do it, I can do it for sure. I'm going to join him. And then I'm going to tell him about it after. Hey man, I saw that yeah. video and uh, it was amazing. And I want to let you know, because of it, I went and uh, I worked out for 30 minutes, you know, like that's kind of what we need. That's what we bring each other up. Definitely, definitely, 100%. And one thing about Paul, man, like, he doesn't have an agenda. Like, it's just honest. He's there. His biggest goal is to lose weight. Just from the conversation, I could tell. And 
better himself. And then this whole social media, everything is like a positive. There's just an extra cherry on top for him just because it's super cool. He's got like a bunch of like DJs that love him and tweet him out and shit like that. Like it's neat. It's, it's really neat. Right. Um, one cut, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I, I That's cool. always like to ask the, uh, the I'm questions for it. that it's, I always call them like the devil advocate questions. Cause I know people think about these things um, you know, and, and sometimes it, people don't get asked. Um, the, Put the me on the spot. Is, Let's go. Yeah, the question is, um, people have a hard time when people make a business about mental health. Um, yeah. Feel it's kind of like exploiting, exploiting uh-huh. it or, or whatever. I'm just wondering, um, you know, what's the, ra- what's the rationale behind it? What, um, how do you kind of answer those, those naysayers, those, those people who might, might not be vibing with you on it? Um, I, I 100% felt this over, let's see, not this year, all, all of 2019, 100%. I was like, okay, this is my game plan. This is what I'm doing. I know where I want to take it, but at the moment, I don't have the stuff out there that gives value for me creating this a business. Um, and that's where I take it. Like, I, I, and it was hard. I had some times I'm like, shit, like, People are just going to call me out and it, I was like, should I stop? Should I do this? Am I just using this as an agenda for something else? But right now, man, I am, fuck them if they say that. That's <laughs> what I'm saying right now. And I haven't had any of that. Um, I've only had like two, actually, I've only, to be honest with you, I've only had three very negative comments this whole time of me going through this. Right. And we can talk about this bit after, but it's definitely due to my privilege. I really, I'm going to put it out there a tall white good looking dude like i am privileged in this area but we won't talk about that at this moment but um because what i'm saying is is like i don't feel like i am um like i what you said is i don't feel like i'm doing it at all because of the value i am never alone are giving Mm -hmm. like i am creating never alone to give value to help people. I am selling clothing to get money to create more content because I don't have any other way to make income to pay for this business to grow. Right. I am doing this so I can create two blogs a week of helpful information. I'm doing this so I can talk to people like you on my own YouTube channel and podcast in the future and have people listen and be inspired. Um, I am doing this so I can in the future have my own organization set up and be donating money um, into areas I choose every month. Like that's the goal with this. So um, I am never not going to be putting something out there with the money I'm taking in to, uh, to give back. Now at some point, if it goes how I plan, yeah, I'll be making a lot more money than I am now. And, that's just just a society that's just world if i'm creating something valuable and people want to give me money and i put it into exactly what i'm saying i'm going to do but there's a surplus on top well fuck i have to keep my lights on i gotta eat i can't be living in my mom's house which i still am at 35 because i moved back to launch the business um yeah so to be honest i hadn't thought about that for at least six months because i've just been so proud of what I've created and I understand what it's doing for people. And, uh, yeah, I kind of shot past that point at the end of last year. 
Well, forgive me for being the asshole to bring it back up again. <laughs> no, fuck yeah, it's gotta be heard. It's gotta be heard because yeah. it is. It is one of those things. Like I, I really thought about it a lot as it started. Um, when I didn't have everything there that I wanted to create, because I didn't really know how to do it. But as I've learned and grown and created it, I'm like, yeah, this is. I am creating value for. Can be everyone. There's seven billion people in the world. Not everyone's gonna like me, but. The ones that have, have shot me DMs, have bought my hoodies, have done this. And they've showed me that, yeah, there are people that are listening and are grateful for what I'm doing. Right. So, I mean, we, we, you've, you've kind of mentioned some things like on the aside, but so you, you, you get the blogs out and I know you've put out some, some, um, some good stuff. I, I read the one on anxiety, uh, working from home. That's a, that's a big one. Um, what, like, what are... So this is basically you're trying to make like kind of like a multimedia content focusing around mental health uh, company is, is kind of the plan. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, it's, unless you want to finish that, I can dive right into go, where my, go right is. ahead. So it's like, like we said, there's a lot of content out there for people. Like everything you need to try to find your way to get out of where you are is online. Like everything that at least to start until you find the right doctor, find prescription, find the right therapist, find the right gym, whatever it is, someone can help you in some form online. I believe our just the online content that we have is, is not tangible and easy to digest by people in 2020. It's just mm. a shitty blog that looks bad and has horrible layout and too you know, jungled with letters and there's no pictures and there's no infographics and it has a link to an Instagram page where you can be inspired by, you know, stuff throughout the stories. Um, yeah. So like I'm trying to combine that with your modern day influencer where right. I don't like the modern day. I like where influences are changing, where they're actually giving value. It's not really about how hot my body is as much. Like that doesn't, that doesn't, um, that doesn't ride so high in the analytics anymore. You know, like you yeah. gotta have comments, you gotta have all this stuff. So it's getting better. But in my mind is like mixing in a valuable, um, influencers and stuff like that, giving value while at the same time, like living life, someone that you can follow day to day and they don't preach too much mental health. I think that's also another thing us advocates do. All we fucking talk is anxiety and depression. Mm. Like, go out for the gym go eat do stuff like talk about how, last time you had sex like why can't we talk about that um sex is so, huge yeah. for mental health everybody i don't know if you know this but <laughs> well there is there's areas <laughs> around everything so i'm just really trying to bring the whole daily life into people's lives just how it is and then touch in parts of mental health here and if they like it they can find out more on the blog they can find out mm -hmm. more in an interview with you they can find out more by someone else's video that was created for it. Um, they can find out more by reading someone else's never alone story once they start rolling. Um, yeah, it's just making it easier to digest for people. And then with that, if it's easier, then it becomes more common talk. Like, y'all, did you watch that tweet? Did you see that video? Yeah, he did that. Yeah, he went to therapy. Yeah, I'm going to therapy tomorrow. I decided to start going. Like, just those conversations. Like, why can't we just normalize it? Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I can, I completely agree. And that's kind of like, you know, the reason I started this podcast in a lot of ways is, um, 
it's not all about mental health. That's not the only thing I talk about. You know, I like, mm-hmm. I had a astrophysicist on last one. Like, you know, I just, sure. learning, learning is fucking fun. And talking yeah. to people is super fun because, you know, we've never met in real life. We've mm-hmm. had a few exchanges over Twitter, but, you know, we're sitting down having, you know, an hey, man, I made you a love you YouTube video that was like out to you saying, I'm sorry. Don't forget to mention <laughs> that true. one. You, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, um, it, uh, it's finding connection with people um, outside of the normal realms. You know, I, I work my, my, my day job is, is radio. So I work in traditional media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have this conversation all the time. How do you reach millennials? How do you reach Generation Z? How do you make this this content that's that's going to pop, right? You know, mm-hmm. their peers can do it. You, people can reach out to their peers. But when you are, when you are, when you're like a, a company and a corporation, like how do, how do you do it? And, you know, no one ever wants to invest in the type of content that it's you know the the level of work that's it's going to take to reach these people and so, organic because it needs to be organic yeah. you can't just pay someone yeah and, and like i said like how hard that is nowadays you know even for a massive corporation to get engaged mm-hmm. you know, think about small time creators it's it's mm-hmm. even harder unless you catch a you know some lightning in a bottle but you know bringing it back to that that conversation about starting a business and you know does that feel does it feel weird or, or bad that you know if if we want these things to come out and to to work for us and to help and to get people reading it and talking about it and, and interacting and engaging with it you know like you need people dedicated to doing this full time and you know able to make a living and able to put out the shit we need because if you just rely on everybody being a volunteer and dedicating all their time. Like you said, you get that, that blog work. That's, you know, it's a copy and paste and they wrote it together in two seconds and there it is. And does that provide value? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, you need all that shit. Like all the infographs and pictures and videos. (laughs) You want to talk about how long that fucking takes to make? Jesus. even making a podcast graphic like takes oh, me 30 30 minutes um oh, and i even have templates built i'm like for god's sakes right. you know and my my blog is like full-time like the whole thing is at least 10 out 10 to 14 hours yeah man like i it, yeah. in a way because i don't do this podcast full-time like i'm i could do a lot more with it but you know i don't have time to sit there and cut up oh, yeah. all these different video clips um yeah. Like I don't edit these podcasts unless like something really needs to get edited out. Like I, I put some effects on it. I clean up the sound, but like I don't chop things out and put sound effects in and you know, it's, it's just, good. It's raw. It's real. I like it. How you do it. Yeah. Like that's, that's what I want. Right. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. real conversation. Um, flubs, coughs and all, but to what I'm trying to get at, is like having the time to sit there and put the, the, the content that's really going to, engage people you need to pay people for that stuff it does you can't get it for free because no one has that time no one has that level of time to get it right for free no it's impossible 100 and and especially on one post like you need to pay for it and you need to pay them six months up front 
of not being seen because it's going to at least take that long to get enough stuff out there to have people conversing, conversing, conversating on your thing. Like it just doesn't happen. Like, yeah, this is a whole new realm. It's a great realm because there's a lot of free ways to get seen, but you just got to get at it. Well, I'm, I'm curious and I don't know if you want to share it or not, but Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of like business grants and, and stuff like that, like is, what you're trying to do, like supported as a, as a small business or, you know, like, I don't know if you even looked into it or have the answer, but it's a, it's a new I, form of business. Um, yeah. It's not the traditional, I'm starting a donut shop or, you know, mm-hmm. does, um, we, do we support that as a, as a society, as a government, as, as taxpayers, like in, in any way, like, is there ways to, to build that? You know, there probably is. This is the, one of the worst things things I'm least good at is looking out and finding things for myself to use in this realm. Like I'm just not good at, I'm not good at taking the time to search for that. Okay. I'd rather take the time and create a piece of content. Right. Um, I, I was helped though. I will definitely say this. Um, I, because I post so much, uh, one of my posts on LinkedIn was seen by a guy in my area of Vancouver and he helps small businesses and he actually worked with a company called Rise. And they're actually out of Toronto and they give, uh, they give loans and they give small business help to entrepreneurs who have struggled and are struggling with mental health issues. So I can even, yeah, throw me away. I'll give info, but I got a small loan from them to help me get started. (laughs) To be honest with you, like a $5,000 loan at starting business gives you nothing. That's with fair, what I what, with yeah. the way I'm doing it, <laughs> and so I have to look for more. But it was definitely a big help and something I've needed. Um, and they've set me up with a mentor, and yeah, it was he, the man who helped me, set me up like four months, helped me push my way through the whole learnings of starting a small business. Which I, this is where I was had no idea where I was going. Um, I had a vision, I just didn't know how to make it. So there's that. And to be honest with you, I think there is stuff. I just haven't found it. I also, because of the clothing and I'm not putting it to charity, I'm doing it to create more content, which to be honest with you is kind of like charity in my mind because it's free and it helps more people because it helps them change themselves. So we don't have to worry about them relying on others, but that's not for me to say um, that I think I would have an issue with that. But once again, I haven't actually checked anywhere that I know of. So I'd like to find some extra money to help me get going so I don't have to get more money on my bank account. <laughs> that much. Always helps, yeah. <laughs> or if um, someone from this show can go buy a hoodie, that help out because that way I can create the next piece quicker and create more. There you go. Everyone go buy a hoodie. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you're on, from what I know, I'm, I'm not a business owner, um, but you know, talking to entrepreneurs on this, on this podcast and friends and people I've met that you're on the right path, especially with the mentor aspect. Like I, I hear from that all the time. Like that's an invaluable kind of step in leading your way through the, the entrepreneurial life. Cause you know, like you said, you, you're, you yourself is trying to put content. So to also learn how to make a profitable business and, and make the right decisions is, you know, <laughs> that's a whole other step that's a whole other full-time job on top of what you're already trying to do yeah yeah no uh, and you're right and thank you and yeah it is Uh, i'm not gonna complain i put myself here 
but it is definitely having people help you, um, reaching out to those around you. If you're looking to start something, do it, ask. People want to help, but I will say you better act on what they see. say if it's positive for you to show them that you are grateful. The best way to show someone, a mentor, that you're grateful is to do what they say and keep growing. Because if you're stagnant for too long, it's gonna be like, well, we're just gonna go back to square one. What did I tell you two months ago? You need to start here. That's, um, some people might be more patient than me, but I would have, uh, it would be hard to keep a mentorship going if the mentee isn't ready to go. Right. Right. Yeah. They just keep talking to you and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just don't ever do anything. You know, I don't think yeah. that's going to be a yeah. very uh, <laughs> long lasting yeah. relationship. It's like anxiety and depression. You, well, you got to make that step first. Absolutely. Listen, man, um, I appreciate you coming on here and, you know, sharing this stuff and, and sharing your platform. We'll make sure we, uh, I put all those links and share it on social media. Um, but for people listening, where, where can people find you if they want to read some of your blogs and, and check out some of your content? Um, we'll start off with me. I've realized actually this never long has been launched for three weeks. Um, and due to the amount of time it makes content and everything like that, um, it is there, but I am going to grow, uh, my brand and myself is a bigger piece to help it grow. So, if you want to contact me and read a bunch of stuff and interact with me daily, you can find me at Tall Paul's Life on Twitter and Instagram. And then uh, to read more blogs and everything else like that, where there's valuable information, it's coming out weekly. It is weareneveralone.co. And .co. that's where you can find. .co, man, do you want to know how hard it was to find a domain name with never alone in it? That didn't cost me $100,000 because someone owned it and they're like, yep, you want it, you can pay for it. Damn. <laughs> yeah, they were all taken. So I'm happy never alone right. .co, uh, but that is where you can go shop and the blog and all the other fun information on my origin story and where I want to take never alone. Beautiful, man. Tall Paul, everybody. Give it up. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Ryan, thank you. I'm glad we made this happen. Brother. Yeah, it took a while. Peace, man. <laughs>